and what is going on everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's yeah boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got david fleming say hey hey and we got the vibe master jesse moore say hey hey oh yeah man what's going on everybody this is gonna be a fantastic show tonight uh if you're just joining us here on game that tune what we're gonna do is listen to video game tunes we've each brought three songs from a game we're gonna try and guess each other's games with the songs with a little bit of trivia we're gonna goof off we're gonna have a lot of fun the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes and our winner last week bizarrely rarely uh it was john regan legitimately <laughs> strangely <laughs> Um, and Johnny got to pick the theme for this week's episode. So, Johnny, what uh, what do you what do you got for us for this week? Well, last week I was just really kind of feeling a vibe, if you will, and so I decided that this week we should do games that you just you vibe to, you know, games with just like a cool, cool summer vibe. Oh no, hold on, don't don't go too far into finding the theme, John. Summer vibe? Yeah, just like or just vibes in general. Vibes. It doesn't have to be a summer vibe. <laughs> no, exactly. Thank you. I was gonna say like don't don't you dare say good vibes only, because <laughs> yeah, I, I swear to God, I, you know, I did not think it in terms of good vibes on this one. No, John. we welcome all vibes. I, you got some exactly. bad vibes, bring them. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I good for vibes, sure bad brought vibe, a... bad vibes. You know, I've had my share. I for sure brought a post Arbor Day vibe game, so it's not a summer vibe. That's a little bit gauche this time of year, David, but I'm in favor of it, man. I don't know enough about Arbor Day to know how, like, when is Arbor Day? Are we, like, way past Arbor Day or are we way before Arbor Day? Is Arbor Day Earth Day? Are they the same thing? When is, when's Arbor Day? No, John. John. kind of cramping my vibe here. <laughs> making us, def- you know, making David explain jokes, that's really not David's vibe. <laughs> It is David's vibe, but it's okay, John. <laughs> yeah. David, David, the joke explainer, will not tell you when Arbor Day is. It's actually April 30th this year. <laughs> ah, okay, yeah, see? <laughs> but no, John, Arbor Day celebrates trees. Earth Day celebrates the Earth. The Earth is not a tree, you idiot. <laughs> well, um, in some mythologies, it is part of like Yggdrasil, which is a giant tree. Yeah, you're blowing my mind right now, Jesse. Holy shit! <laughs> now, that, you know, that's that I can vibe with the Earth being a giant tree, like a world tree. Oh, cool, man! I am. Yeah. Mm. That's a good vibe, man. Oh, I, 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 did any of us bring like Norse mythology as a vibe? Because that's a fucking vibe I can get behind. I mean, have you seen me? I'm basically Fat Thor. <laughs> <laughs> He's got I'm, a point. Yep, he. Br- I forgot that he brought that vibe every episode. That vibe was implied. Um, but anyway, uh, it's going to be a great show, man. So, yeah, we're going to be vibing tonight. Just, uh, you know, chilling out or not chilling out. I mean, if you're vibing with high energy, you're allowed to do that, too. Uh, it's it's just, you know, games you're feeling, music you're feeling, you know, just feeling those vibes. It's going to be a, it's going to be a good one. You know, this is what happens when Johnny wins. He defines a theme so loosely that almost any game could fit into it. Yeah. Almost. Yes, Almost. You know, you'd think, oh, I can't fit a game into that theme. And then you just you stretch it a little bit. And you're like, yeah, actually, it's a Johnny theme. I could fit a few games into that theme. It's like Shane Diesel over here. No, oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, Johnny. <laughs> no, I don't want to continue this bit for fear of invoking John's wrath. That's good. That's good. Thank you, David. Well, uh, well observed. Well, well learned. 
let's uh, let's get right into it, man. We got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request, and let's just start vibing, guys. Game one.
All right. Uh, so this game, um, his director states that uh, his childhood experiences in Spain and his time spent living in Japan influenced the story and the aesthetic of the game. When discussing the game's mix of technology and natural environments, the director said, I find beauty in the mix between organic and non-organic. Gone crazy, they attack the digital world. What we need is a hero to protect motherboard, saving the world. Narita boy, save the world. Yellow red blue, always be true. Strong Big Narita Yield the 
Alright, how you guys feeling? I'm feeling great after that last song. I mean, yeah, I was vibing pretty hard with the song. Yeah. In terms of what game it could be from, not a fucking clue. <laughs> Alright, so uh, Johnny drew a dick. D- John said Fortnite. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. David said uh, uh, Saving the World, a vibe quest that is also incorrect. This is uh, Narita Boy. Which, uh, they- Uh, yes, Narita Boy, which they may have said a, like once or twice in that last song. Um, yeah, it's I mean, not, come on, that sounded like nonsense. That, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. It's it's uh, not to be confused with Naruto Boy, um, which is a totally different game. Um, yes. Yeah, this game recently came out. Um, surprise, it's on Game Pass, but it's on like every other platform as well, and it's a. Uh, it's very much like Tron in a way, where like it's like a boy who gets sucked in a video game, um, but like the video game world is very cool looking. Um, I saw a pregnant computer. That's pretty cool. Um, I saw a, uh, a Stay deer out of my dream journal, <laughs> Jesse. I feel like this game is basically just your head, and, like. <laughs> like how it works like it's all that cool like 80s computer stuff um i mean we've called johnny narita boy for years i didn't know they were going to take that and make a game out of it yeah i i didn't realize either um where's my check uh, okay. yeah you should you should call team 17 and be like what's up yeah you've been bamboozled um, jenny um <laughs> you have a cool techno sword that is also a shotgun um I'm not sure how that works, but it's pretty cool. Um, I mean, hey, gun was... blades are established in gaming, Jesse. Come on, you know this. That's true. Yeah. I was typing a comment in the Discord before you said that. Um, I was saying, I'm into this. And then you said there's a, a sword that's also a shotgun. And now I'm super fucking into this. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool, uh, stylish game. Definitely a vibe. It's got that, uh, you know classic uh like i've learned basically i like games that look old but play new if that makes sense like very much so yeah (laughs) you know they look they look like the games i remember but have like you know good checkpoint systems and not a bunch of like just bs it's gonna kick you in the nuts when you lose. they're like gussied up versions of the of what we remember games looking like yeah, they've got some modern graphical, you know, fun stuff, but essentially they uh, they they look like old school games, but they're forgiving, they're challenging, but the challenge doesn't come from poor design or like game overs necessarily. Yeah. Like, I don't, definitely, you know, I like yeah that that is a fucking vibe to me. <laughs> it's a challenging game, but like when you jump over a gap, you can see where you're going to land. Right, that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will say there are a few exceptions as far as the old schooliness. Um, I would really have liked a map when I was playing it. Um, <laughs> there, there Jesse is a, wanted a map. Wuss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me, right? jeez. Um, <laughs> back in my yeah. day, we were all amateur cartographers when we played video games. Exactly. You know, get your graph paper out, son, yeah. and start yeah, yeah. scrawling your own map. What's wrong with you? 
I, you know, I didn't even occur to me. <laughs> I like how we're sitting here like, yeah, Jesse, listen up, son. Like, I'm pretty sure he's like two to three years older than all of us. Doesn't matter. Not the point is, he, he's the <laughs> least mature person among us because he's complaining about not having a map in a game. Oh, I mean, you know, sorry, Jesse, I hate to call you a bitch, like live on the podcast, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah. You, you, you map wanting bitch. It happens, you know. Yeah. You know. used to call me Mappy, you know. <laughs> I thought that was because you were a mouse who was also a police officer. Oh, well, no, I quit because all police that officers was, are I was going to say, that was one of Jesse's early sex fantasies, and then he realized that he didn't want to be a police officer anymore, so he just stuck, kept the mouse nose. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, this went in an interesting direction. Didn't it? <laughs> Uh, Jesse, no, this game looks fucking dope, man. I, I, you know, that's the thing. Like the synth wave, you know, music yeah. and like aesthetic is just fucking. That's a strong vibe right there. Like, am I seeing this right? Does does the game frame itself as though you're playing it on the CRT TV? Like, are there tapered in corners on the screen at all times, or is this yes. just a uh, yeah, yeah? They, it's you know, really cool. That's kind of dope, man. And when you die, it says, rest in force. Like, it's real cool. It's cheesy. <laughs> I, like, I love it. It's what people thought would have been cool, like, yeah. 30 years ago. Like, cool. Yeah, you, if you can actually make that cool, super cool. It's Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a vibe. Really good. Um, you know, it's not perfect, but it's definitely something to check out and, you know, vibe to. Yeah. I like it, man. You know, ugh. see, it sucks. I'm looking at it now, and like, I don't have much interest in like a Game Pass subscription, but it's hard to not be interested in it when like you have Game Pass and you can download this game and play it, or I can play it on my Switch for the full price of twenty five fucking dollars. Like, I'm not twenty five dollars interested in this game, but I am interested in this game. This game looks fucking cool. <laughs> it's really cool, you know. Yep. Once again, my look for a sale, I guess. Yeah, the little angels and devils on my shoulder, like you know, John, fucking find a way to get Game Pass, or John, spend more money on games, like (laughs) uh, John, spend more money on games. Meanwhile, the other shoulder says, "Your son has a birthday. You can't give him bottles of piss." Exactly. Buy the Uh, game an Xbox. Yeah, buy the game for your son, and then you get to play the game too. It's win-win. That's true. Jesse, how appropriate is this game for a three-year-old? You know, they haven't really cursed or anything. Um, there's possibly some kind of, like, existential crisis stuff going on, but I don't oh, think... Oh, he would pick up on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he'll understand that much. You did say okay. something about a pregnant computer, though, right? Yeah, there's a pregnant computer. I don't know if you ever get to see the, the pregnant computer give birth, but at the same time, that's more of an educational thing. Sure. Get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, you get to, to see the? Anatomy. Do you get to see the? Yeah. Do you see the pregnant? No. <laughs> that was my question. Do, do you have to actually play the impregnation of the computer? No, no, no. I just That's walked good. in a room and there was a gigantic pregnant computer, and I was like, "Well, this is cool." Okay. <laughs> oh, and she gave me a floppy disk, which serves as keys, and they're like the big, big ones that like Oregon Trail used to come on. It's oh. pretty dope. I like that. I like that a lot. So, uh, you know, gameplay-wise, pretty accessible for a three-year-old, this game? Not very hardcore? Like, Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, the, the combat isn't too, too deep. <laughs> it's pretty much just, you know, you have a couple of hack-and-slash moves. You've got a dodge. Um, like I said, you have uh, either three charges of the shotgun 
or you can hold the shotgun button and shoot like a laser out of your mouth, which is pretty amazing. Right. Uh, and that uses all three of the things, but they they come back over time. Like it's a Wait. really game. Wait, I'm sorry. I just I want to back up a second. I think I I might have missed something here. So you have a shotgun that is also a sword, and when you charge it, you shoot a laser out of your mouth. Yeah, it's pretty powerful too. Do you play as a okay, dog? Cool. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that like no, I got that dog. right. But there Dude. is a deer with a computer head, but the computer head also has antlers coming out of it, which is pretty dope. Well, yeah. Otherwise, how else would you know it was a deer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this sounds fucking great, man. This sounds like I, I might have just figured out my son's third birthday present. This, uh, this is good. Yeah, he's he's getting a little you know tired of the games that he's got before. Like I'm pretty sure he's close to like setting some kind of record and into the gungeon. So oh yeah, it's time to move on to something a little more three year old you know ready, something a little more vibe worthy. So I think this might be uh, just what the doctor ordered, man. This might be a fucking great gift. I think so. Yep. Uh, uh, Jesse, this, uh, you know, this soundtrack in this game fucking, you know, uh, it fucking titillates me. I love this. It'll be um, great on the radio. Yeah. No, can't mm. wait. Uh, what is the address fu- to that again? Say what? What's the address to the radio again? I always oh, you talk about our 24-7 video game music live stream that uh, people should be listening to? Uh, it's yes. Twitch, twitch.tv slash GTT radio. It's, uh, it's on right now. Don't go listen to it right now. Listen to us. But uh, you can yeah, also always on. You can also yeah. visit music music uh, which has GTC Radio embedded and links to the uh, safer work versions of the radio stream. In case you're stuck at work and they block Twitch, we got a backup. We got an option. Thank you, thank you for defining safe for work versions of the radio stream. I do not want to imply that our radio stream is in any way not safe for work. Oh, okay. But yes. In case your job has you know blacklisted Twitch, we have workarounds. Yes, go to music.gamethatune.com. Join us in our radio stream, where we'll be vibing like crazy on this new soundtrack very soon. Jesse, anything else on uh, fucking whatever this game was called, Narita Boy? <laughs> it no, took me a second. I'm like, wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> no, you were so lost fun. in the vibe. I was vibing hard, man. I you know I, I assume this is going to happen for every game tonight. I'm going to forget what we're talking about halfway through and just find myself just kind of swaying. So let's just keep going, man. Game two.
This is the only game in this series to not feature a remix with lyrics or the wandering samurai as a main character. gentlemen um who has their answers ready oh man i feel a hat trick coming on johnny was very confident in the chat during that last song yeah. i was gonna say the last song definitely gives it away but i love that song too much to not use so let's see those answers uh, uh johnny we're gonna come back to johnny uh john and jesse both say rhythm heaven which is correct Johnny appears to have ejaculating penis Abraham Lincoln with a pistol in its hand? Yeah, that's exactly it. Close enough. Well, wh why is that it? <laughs> I don't know. I just took the penis drawing from the last one and just gave him a top hat and a beard and a pistol. So, for all your guesses, you just I think this racing stripe is pretty sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep adding all night if I don't know what to do. <laughs> Um, uh. I'm sorry. Sadly, that is incorrect. 
So uh, this is Rhythm Heaven. Cool. I do love the idea of Johnny getting a zero on a theme that he chose. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so, really counterbalances last week when Johnny somehow got all four games right. This week he's going to get zero because he chose the theme himself. Definitely and a vibe. We nailed it so hard. Yeah, that's that's Johnny's vibe. Inconsistency. <laughs> I love hard. that Johnny's vibe is just getting everything wrong. After getting everything right. Johnny's whole vibe is chaos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fair, yeah. <laughs> oh, chaos man, is yeah. a ladder. That's why he's got those goddamn emeralds. <laughs> um, but you Show know us what? your emeralds, John. Okay, one second. Stand up. If oh, I no, pull your different. pants back up. No. Oh, it's so big. <laughs> why are they so shiny? <laughs> so wait, are the chaos emeralds Johnny's balls, or yes, do they form his penis? No, they're his balls. Yeah, and okay, I got cool, seven. Cool, cool. <laughs> seven, seven balls. <laughs> seven chaos balls. Wait, are they not the okay. dragon balls? Do you have chaos emeralds for balls, or do Johnny you have makes the a dragon wish. balls? <laughs> it's it's give me both. So he rubs the balls, and then Shedron, his penis, awakens, and then he creates you a witch all over your face. I'm sorry for doing that, guys. Uh, David really does want to talk about Rhythm Heaven. I mean... He doesn't, guys. Let's keep talking about parables for Johnny's balls. We can go off in a different direction. Like, I don't have a ton to say about this game. Um... I suck at rhythm games, so I don't typically play them, but for some reason, this one kind of clicked with me, and I definitely remember, like, hanging out in my college apartment, like, just propped up on my bed with my DS, like, playing this game, and really grooving on the music. Um, It's got a really great soundtrack. It uses the touchscreen for all the little mini games. It's basically like WarioWare if it was a music game. Um, and Is that WarioWare sort of... not a music game? <laughs> no. Sometimes. I feel like in a lot of the things that, like, there's a lot of rhythm at play in WarioWare games. <laughs> That's pretty much what Rhythm Heaven is. Okay, cool. But so even more musical, like you know, the the, the beat doesn't break down. Like if you get a weird micro game, it doesn't uh, it doesn't it, it it keeps the beat. I assume. Yeah, all the all the mini games are a song, and you have to do some kind of action in beat. So like you'll be building a machine and have to stack robots in beat, or you'll be like a farmer who stomps the ground to pick turnips to Ah, a bee. Okay. So it's that kind of thing. And it's that really weird sort of, you're going to play a music game, but you're also playing table tennis. Like, it's a weird fucking game, but I kind of love it. And Uh, that's, I mean, that's total fucking full-blown vibe. I'm kind of into that. Like, I I honestly wish WarioWare had more of that because there's so many times in playing WarioWare games where like, there's a little interstitial beat between like, you know, micro games like go, 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 Mike. And then you go back into a game and there's no fucking rhythm to it. Like I'm on rhythm when I'm not in the game. And then like, you know, it's like, oh, I got to wait like off beat to press a button. And then I fuck everything up. Like kind of wish WarioWare kept more of the beat. So I'm vibing on this, David. I was going to say, I think you should play Rhythm Heaven. I think I should. Uh, (laughs) Which it's, it's a shame because they're, hasn't been a new one in a hot minute. I think 
the last one that was released was on Wii? And it was like a combination. It was, yeah, Rhythm Heaven Mega Mix, which was like a compilation of a bunch of the Rhythm Heaven like mini games together. Um, which is a shame because I feel like this this game, this is a series that should continue on. I mean, yeah, it it's, makes almost too much sense for it to continue on. It's just it's such a simple concept to keep going. It's got a good vibe. Yeah, exactly. I like the colorful vibe. I like the and vibe. That's, and that's one of the things that I really liked about it. The was vibe, Jerry. The vibe. <laughs> it's just one of those games where I could kind of like, like I said, just after work, come home, pop in my DS, lean back, and just kind of like vibe on it for a little bit and just get this up-tempo like, hell yeah, I'm feeling good because I'm pulling turnips and shooting aliens and whatever yeah. the fuck weird thing. She vibed it on it, Jerry. Games. She vibed on it. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a vibe. She pulled turnips. She pulled turnips. She pulled turnips. <laughs> all right, so David, explain all these things that are on the cover of Rhythm Paradise Mega Mix. Uh, I'm seeing a luchador. <clears throat> um, okay, so that is there is a mini game where you're like a reporter and you're interviewing a luchador. Sweet. Uh, it looks like a mom and uh, like a baby or possibly a monkey, both with pillows. <laughs> um, I don't know, but I would assume there's a pillow fight. Uh, three cats that appear to be wearing leotards. I think that's actually like a gymnast game. Okay. A uh, monkey appearing to do a Olympic high dive. Uh, that's a monkey doing an Olympic high dive. In rhythm. Uh, oh. I mean, clearly. A robot that appears to be filling himself with purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the game where you have to, like, build different robots and then, Word. like, you fill them up with fuel. <laughs> what about this onion with these big fucking lips? Okay, hey, guys. I, I gotta pause for a second here, okay? I know we joked about earlier, but for real, I really need you to stay out of my dream journal. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. Uh, I'm sorry, John. They found out about the onion with the big fucking lips. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Isn't that um, a Parappa Rappa character? No, that that's an Asian onion. He's just an this onion. One, oh. This is a decidedly, decidedly more urban onion. Uh, urban onion. <laughs> is that, that's my rap. It's name. a really uh, interesting looking onion. It's got a little mustache and clearly a big nose and lips. I can't figure it out, man. What's this onion, David? Explain the onion. Um, I don't <laughs> feel comfortable going into discussing this onion. That's fine. Hey, can uh, we make what, a new what segment? About these three three things with segment red called afros. <laughs> I think those are just like the cheering course, um, because there are some games, certain games where you have like a chorus behind you that starts cheering, and I believe that's what those are. All right, last couple ones. These look like uh, four little kiwi uh, birds. Oh, those are um, they like. They've got super long legs, and they kind of, like, bounce up and down with the rhythm. Mm. And then it, there appears to be maybe a small puppy with a pink afro. Yeah, that I don't know. <laughs> well, that I just simply can't explain. I'm sorry, John, for stepping on your new segment idea. Did you want to continue riffing on that onion? <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to I wanna do a new segment called What's This Onion? <laughs> Where, like, I, so, I show you an onion, and you tell me that it's a shallot. Oh, okay. So not... <laughs> like not, Gene Shallot? 
Not is it Rhythm Heaven versus Parappa the Rapper. No, just just straight up, what's this onion? Alright. The Dahlia. Do you name a third game featuring an onion? No. I don't know, Burger <laughs> Time? I'm sure there's onions in there. I don't know, man. Doesn't seem like it's fit. I'm like Mama. 90% sure you can get a green onion and ice climber? That's there, true. I, there, I was going to say Super Mario Brothers 2. Every now a, and then you pull up an onion. There's that raw oh hack of um, Sonic 2 where they change the rings into onion rings and you beat too many to get fat. Oh, yeah! That's good. Don't make me go back on a game of that tune and find out how many times you brought up that fucking ROM hack, John. I mean, we've heard about the onion ring hack, man. It's upsetting. It's slightly offensive. It's kind of like the onion in Rhythm Heaven. Thank you for segueing back to Rhythm Heaven. Because, um, yeah, this is a this is a fun game. And <laughs> supposedly the chorus kids from Rhythm Heaven were going to make it into Smash Brothers. And you know what? I'd be in favor of that because we need Rhythm Heaven music in that game. Now, when you say supposedly, in what way are they supposed to make it into Smash Brothers? <laughs> um, I think there was some interview with Sakurai where he said, like, oh, yeah, we were going to put, like, Krom and the chorus kids in Smash Brothers 4, and we just didn't. Oh, word. Okay. At least it's coming from that guy. I was going to say, I don't know if you noticed this, David. You know, I follow Smash Brothers news on the internet. I don't know if you do. Um... A lot of it's bullshit, David. <laughs> no, no. My uncle, who works at Nintendo, specifically told me on the playground that once you unlock Sonic and Tails in Smash Brothers Melee, then you get the chorus kids in Smash Brothers 4. Right. Well, who am I to question your uncle, man? He's, uh, he's a good guy. Um... I can't wait. Can't wait for them to finally announce those chorus kids. <laughs> they're, they're definitely coming. It, you know, hitting that big time synergy with uh, the, I don't know, sixth anniversary of the release of the compilation of this series. Uh, this series is dead, David. I wish it weren't, but it seems seems like it's dead. <laughs> no, it's super dead. It's way it's, dead. <laughs> it's a fun series, and it's definitely a vibe. Yep. I dig it. I like the tunes. I like the uh, the colorful WarioWare-esque uh, aesthetic. I like the vibe. And, uh, you know, I wish more of this would kind of co-mingle with, uh, you know, with other... You know, I, I say that like, you know, oh, I wish, like, they would take these ideas and apply them to WarioWare as though they still make WarioWare games either. So, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm expecting to happen here, but, uh, yeah. See, I, the problem I, is they, they took the wrong idea instead of, like adding more of a rhythm game element to WarioWare, they instead incorporated the not-making-a-game idea into WarioWare. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> like, they, they picked the wrong thing to really grab onto. Yeah, that, uh... That's, that's right in line with, uh... Nintendo's big weird swings in the last few years. <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, you know, we don't have to get off on too much of a tangent, but I was thinking about it. Like, you know, people like to shit on Nintendo a little bit for, like, not really, like, innovating, not really coming out with stuff. I, I feel like people give Nintendo too much credit. I feel like Nintendo comes out with a lot of stuff that just doesn't fucking land with people. Like, they're trying a lot of things, and it seems like, uh, seems like a lot of it, yeah, you know, just gets kind of forgotten or lost to a certain system that failed. You know, say the Wii U. Or, uh, 
you know, never gets remade for a, for an upgrade system. Like it's stuck on a 3DS or a DS type thing. I feel like uh, it, it's a discussion for another time. But uh, you know, never never say that Nintendo wouldn't try something. They'll try the wrong thing very often. <laughs> True. Yes. Anyway, uh, David, anything further on Rhythm Heaven? Uh, no, it's a fun little game. Yes. Hell yeah, it is. Still vibing, guys. Let's keep it going. Game three. Thank you. 
All right, guys. So this game, according to one of the game's artists, was initially envisioned, uh, quote, like Blade Runner with a gangster touch. But then a certain hip-hop group became associated with the project, which in turn influenced the setting of the game, causing the more science fiction elements to be phased out in favor of a more realistic city. All right, guys, how you feeling? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Let's see some answers. Oh, wow. Johnny's really up in the ante, man. He added tank dreads and an alien spaceship to his dick drawing. I like it. Uh, David and Jesse both have the correct answer. They say Kingpin, Life of Crime. <laughs> Hell yeah, guys. Great job. Johnny, I'm a little disappointed, man. I can't believe you didn't recognize the Cypress Hill beats there in Kingpin Life of Crime. Oh, I heard them saying <laughs> Cypress Hill. They were but, literally saying their name, John. <laughs> but you got to remember that for a long time, I thought Cypress Hill was like an uh, all-girl alt-rock group. <laughs> and I was very wrong on that. Yeah. What? Yes. You are. I don't even yes, have like, you were. <laughs> I don't even want to understand the reference you're trying to make, John. Is, just, is there a... Is there a joke behind that, or are you just trying to... No, like, I just thought just that... clowning on Cypress Hill for their name? I thought Cypress Hill was, like, a group kind of like Indigo Girls, and, like, Jules maybe a part of it. Like, that's what I think of when I hear Cypress Hill. <laughs> that's the beauty wow. of it, John. It's, uh, you know, what a, what a deceiving name Cypress Hill came up with. 
Oh, did they trick you into listening at some point, John? Did you want to listen to like some Riot Girl music or like some Sarah McLaughlin and you popped on Cypress Hill? Yeah, and I then, was uh... like, I, I was on my way. <laughs> to, oh, shit. Oh, what's it called? Oh, man. You were going to Little, Little Fair. Fair. Yes, I was on my way to Little Fair and I had my mixtape all ready to go. Yeah. And uh, I didn't preview it before I made the mixtape. Uh, I just popped it in with Cypress Hill, classic but, Little Fair act. Thought Cypress Hill was like the the female traveling Wilburys. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was gonna be like Alanis Morissette, Jewel, fucking uh, Tracy Chapman, all in a super group together. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Courtney Love. Oh yeah, guys. I would yeah. still like that super group. By the way, that would be great. I would love a. I would love a all female super group. I think that'd be a fucking fantastic idea. <laughs> See, I'm sitting here. It's like I had no idea that Cypress Hill was not a band of white women cypress hill were on the simpsons like that's also true john you've seen that episode (laughs) oh wow thank you david for refocusing the discussion on seriously john you don't know who cypress hill are they have one of the best jokes in that episode of simpsons it was one of the jokes i was going to make about this game because why does it why is it that anybody would be making a game where you, it's like a first-person gangster shooter and then you get Cypress Hill on board and somehow that affects the development of your game? Like, did Cypress Hill get really high while they were out on tour and start developing a game? And then, you know, they bring the game developers in. It's like, yeah, yeah, I was thinking, uh, you know, you guys, uh, you want you want to do, like, some gangster shit? It's like, well, we were kind of developing a sci-fi kind of Blade Runner vibe, but... I guess we can make it a Cypress Hill kind of game. Okay, sure. <sighs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Pathetic. Um, <laughs> so this is Kingpin Life of Crime. Uh, not not a Cypress Hill game, but a game that does feature music from Cypress Hill, which is pretty fucking cool. Uh, something that I totally would have vibed with back in 1999 if I had uh, known about this game or bought it i'm a little disappointed quite frankly to learn of this game and learn that uh it passed me by for the last 22 years without me playing it um what the fuck guys like you know did nobody think to reach out to me and be like hey yeah listen i know it got like canceled kind of like culturally because of it coming out so close to the columbine shooting but you probably want to play this first-person shooter game featuring nothing but Cypress Hill music and gangster shit. Like, someone should have reached out to me by now, guys. I'm a little disappointed. What the fuck? I hadn't heard of the game, so... Yeah, neither had I. Um, pretty uh, pretty disappointing, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a 1999 first-person shooter game with Cypress Hill music, and it's called Kingpin Life of Crime, and apparently it was slightly controversial because it was, one violent and two wait for this fellas profane wait what what yeah the main character calls people Uh, exactly that's the that's actually who was outraged about tim allen himself uh (laughs) you know the family man um (laughs) (laughs) fucking yeah uh i'm so pissed this game isn't more popular or like this isn't a whole series like this game is a cool jumping off point for a series that never happened. It just has, it was plagued with terrible timing. It's, uh, you know, it's a gangster fucking first person shooter. You play as uh, like a guy trying to make his way up through the, you know, the seedy underworld and, you know, do gangster shit. And yeah, you shoot a bunch of dudes and there's profanity in it. 
no big deal. I mean, flash forward 15 fucking years, Grand Theft Auto V is the best-selling game in the world, and you don't see anybody fucking writing fucking, you know, like for that game to be canceled not anybody that anybody not anybody that anybody takes seriously um okay but yeah and yeah this game sounds like it's fucking great it's uh it just happened to come out it's it uh, according to the wikipedia article it's the first high profile first person shooter game to come out after columbine high school and i'm like yeah yeah i would have maybe pushed that one back baby like yeah I, I, I would have thought about delaying that and really letting that fire die down for a while. Like, just don't rush it. No rush whatsoever, guys. <laughs> like, uh, you know, fucking Schwarzenegger knew to delay the movie where he fights terrorists that was set to come out like September 13th, 2001. He knew to just wait on that. You know, Cypress Hill should have known we we shouldn't release this like right after Columbine like and all that uh, you know people were in 1999 April historically pissed at violent video games um yeah peak re- regardless of whether or not they yes exactly oh god that's a name <laughs> that I was hoping would never be under on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> here we are thank you again Johnny pathetic um <laughs> Fucking did, did he have hot takes about this game? I don't know. I'm just he comes to mind when I think of people that hate violent video games like Jack oh, Thompson. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you know, noted idiot, moron shitbag Jack Thompson. I'm sure had things to say about this game. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's uh it looks fun, honestly. That's the thing. Going back and looking at it with modern eyes, like it's a little dated, but like this game looks pretty fun. You're just going around, you know, doing uh doing first person shooter stuff. Obviously, like the only way this game looks like dangerous or offensive or like oh my god like shocking with the violence is when you chop it up and put in like a sizzle reel for a fucking like a news station on your local news like this game ain't that serious you're shooting guys uh, i mean you burn some guys with a flamethrower and they you know they throw their hands up and run around like that like yeah that, this ain't no fucking realistic violence game uh it's just good old-fashioned gangster shit set to cypress hell music i mean and it's cool the soundtrack it's got Cypress Hill beats, and then when the action picks up a little bit, the lyrics come in. It's a nice touch. You got the lyrical versions and the beats. I like it. Uh, you know, quite frankly, I think DJ Muggs should fucking make more video game soundtracks. Now, do you think it's like a too twitchy of a game? Like you have to like have some really good skill, or could you be really listening to Cypress Hill if you know what I mean? I think uh, that's yeah. I think Cypress Hill probably you know maybe influenced the development in that that sense. It doesn't seem like a terribly like high octane action game. I think you can kind of vibe with this game uh, in the way that Cypress Hill intended it. I, I'm pretty sure. Like uh, based on what I was watching on videos, I'm like, yeah, this is all pretty rudimentary. Like if you can vibe to like Goldeneye, you can vibe to this. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's uh, yeah, man. It, it, it looks fun. Looks dated. Looks, but it looks fun, man. And yeah, I hate hearing about this being like almost. It was almost like canceled, like pulled from shelves, like the hot coffee controversy. Like yeah. they almost, they almost fucking ripped this thing out of the stores. And like the there's a quote saying like, you know, if it weren't for EB Games or you know Electronics Boutique, whatever, like we might not have sold any copies of this game. I'm like fuck me, that you know. You really should have delayed this <laughs> this release, guys. <laughs> like, I cannot stress this enough. You got to read the room. It just wasn't the time, guys. 
But uh, I mean, I, I dig it, man. I'm vibing on it. Cypress Hill tunes, gangster fucking first person shooters from 1999. This would have been directly in my fucking wheelhouse. <laughs> like, ugh, just mm. love Cypress Hill. You guys want to go around the horn, share your favorite Cypress Hill memories, like you know, favorite Cypress Hill songs. We'll start with Johnny. Uh, Icicle, I think, is my favorite Cypress Hill song. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, David, favorite Cypress Hill songs? Uh, insane in the Membrane? I, it's actually called Insane in the Brain, but you're close enough, David. That's okay. correct. You know, that's, uh, that is a Cypress Hill song. Thank you. Oh, God. Jesse, do you have any more than uh, just Insane in the Brain? It's fine if you don't, man. Insane in the Brain's great. Well, don't forget Icicle. I, <laughs> I, I'm choosing to forget Icicle. <laughs> I know I've heard more of their music. I just don't know the names of their songs. It's fine, man. But yeah, you know the you know the cadence of their fucking they're, music. They're a good vibe. Definitely. They got a good vibe. I, I love the uh, I love the styles of their chorus. You know, Be Real says something, I, and then... <laughs> And then Sendog comes in and says something in a slightly different tone. Like, the, the fucking, the beat that was one of these songs, it's, uh, it's, they got this weird fucking pirate shanty chorus going. I fucking love Cypress Hill for this shit. It's like 16 men and, you know, uh, it's like, you know, 16 men and, you know, everyone's dead. And then Sendog goes, yo, ho, ho, and a bag of endo. I'm like, what is that even? Like, doesn't matter. Fuck yeah. Like, instead of yo, ho, ho, and a bottle of rum, yo, ho, ho, and a bag of endo. That's my shit. Like, Cypress Hill's great. We should get him on the show. We should. We should see what B-Real's doing, man. Like... Oh, I'm sorry. I I just have to interrupt for a second because I was curious what the icicle reference was, so I looked <laughs> that up. It, David, and fuck you, John. <laughs> well, now you have to explain it. Yeah, because I, I don't know it, but now I'm it's re- icicle is a song by Tori Amos. <laughs> oh, fuck you, John. <laughs> it's a song about like masturbating while your parents are like hanging out. What? Yeah. With an icicle? Yeah. I mean, that's that's on brand for the show, I guess. <laughs> okay. Do we need to get Tori Amos on the show? Yeah. She makes songs about fucking dildoing herself with an icicle, just <laughs> In front of her parents, apparently. Yeah. Good God. She's like the proto-GTT. She's insane in the membrane. Yeah. <laughs> She's insane. Got no brain. <laughs> and that's how you do a Cypress Hill course. Um... But yeah, this game's cool, man. It's, uh, you know, Cypress Hill Gangster. Oh, the things I was actually going to say about the game. Uh, got a couple of cool things that I would have totally dug on back in the day. Uh, you can mod your weapons, and you can do, like, extremity and, like, limb damage to your opponents. You know, like some Fallout shit. You know, so, some first-person shooter, fucking limb damage with uh, Cypress Hill and Gangster shit. Again, if you want to see a window into... 14 going on 15 year old john harrington's mind this game would have been it had i fucking known about it. i'm really I, I cannot express enough how disappointed that i am that i only learned about this game by random just googling of whatever i came up with to fucking land on this game it, like, cypress hill plus video game let's see what happens oh wait actually yeah no that, yeah 
Somebody fucking made a reference on GTT Radio. You guys really should go listen to twitch.tv slash GTT Radio or music.gamethatune.com because we have random discussions that lead to me saying things like Cypress Hill should compose more video games and then Googling Cypress Hill video games and coming up with picks for the show. Uh, so there it is. You have my seal of approval on not only GTT Radio, but on Kingpin Life of Crime. Uh, you know, fucking fantastic game. Game of uh, game of the decade. You know, the perfect game to close out the 90s. You know, the game of 1999, as it were. And, uh, you know, I'm still vibing, guys. I don't know about you. I think we got to keep it going. Game four.
All right, guys. Um, so a small issue that came at, that occurred when this game came out was um, controllers at the time could only provide uh, vibration force feedback, you know, via your hands. So the oh this game's producer came up with a new accessory to provide a new form of force feedback for uh, for players. Yes. So who's got some answers? <clears throat> oh, let's see here. Need to turn on my answer light. <laughs> Alright, so uh, David Hess is up. Okay, so Jesse says Dance Dance Revolution, which is incorrect. John and David both say Res, and David drew the trance vibrator, which we'll get to in a second, but this game is Res. 
this is our fan request for this week. Um, initially requested by Tasty Karma and then uh, seconded by Grimmery. This is Rez, released for the Dreamcast and PlayStation 2. And uh, it's a on-rail shooter where fucking, like, it, it's, it's kind of amazing to play. Have, have you guys played this game? I'm so disappointed yes. to answer that I have not played this game. It's it's awesome. It's uh, sorry. Everything's timed to the music, uh, and when you start a level, the music starts pretty minimally. And as you increase your score, like more instrumentation comes in, and like hitting enemies is timed to the music. Like everything just just fits together so seamlessly. It's amazing, and I definitely have memories of playing this at like two, three, four in the morning. Like in a dark room, just being like, "This is awesome! <laughs> like this is this is great." David, you said you've played this game. I have, yes. Um, and it's uh, okay. I'm gonna confess something here. Uh, as someone who has not done drugs, this is what I imagine doing drugs is like. Um, because you. It's just such an audio-visual thing, and you kind of zone out and focus, and, like... Yeah, it's it's weird, because, I mean, like, like Johnny said, like, everything is in time to the music, so the audio and the visual just kind of, like, meld all into one, and you, you go into, like, a trance. Yeah, like, everything just makes sense. You can't explain how it makes sense, but as you're playing, you're like, you're like yeah, I get this. I get this. Like, ask me to explain it, I can't do it, but I get it. <laughs> like, it's like when you play it, everything, like, you reach a point where everything just sort of clicks, and yeah. you just go. Yeah, you get into a groove, you know, a vibe, if you will. Yeah, I don't want to say that this game is like doing drugs, <laughs> but I think it's very conducive to doing drugs and playing it. Like, I think yeah. this is the video I've, game equivalent. I've done some amount of drugs in my life and I don't know that I've really had an experience like Rez independent of playing a video game that would resemble something like Rez like you know it's not like you just fucking you know take a bong rip and fucking get propelled into some fucking crazy like matrix world where you're shooting colors like yeah, you know, I don't want to over. I don't want to like, oversell the experience of doing drugs, David. <laughs> no, I it's think... just it's weird because like I don't have a great frame of reference because the only drug that I have used is alcohol, and I have never played a game that's made me laugh for two hours and then start crying because I love everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got I got some games to recommend for you after the show to do that, but <laughs> yeah. but uh, first you listen to Icicle by Tori Amos. <laughs> but no, so I I. I feel like this is the video game equivalent of listening to Dark Side of the Moon and watching The Wizard of Oz. Like, it all just clicks. <laughs> like, it all just, 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 it just makes sense and everything just ties in together. Again, like, as you're hitting enemies and you're shooting rockets, everything, and I cannot emphasize, emphasize this enough, everything is timed to the music. It's absolutely bonkers the effort they put into this game to have every little action you take time to the music it's it's absolutely it's just crazy and then there's the trance vibrator which was not released for the dreamcast version sadly only because that's that's what i played this game on uh it was a ps2 exclusive uh accessory that plugged into a usb port and it vibrated along with the game um basically instead of like the 
you know, rumble you would get in the controller. It was a separate external accessory that vibrated. And um, apparently it started as a joke by one of the game's producers. Uh, he said some, he just like made a crack about, you know, coming up with this vibrator accessory and it went too far and they actually released it. <laughs> and so I'm sorry, this vibrator is meant to be used in what way? How whatever I think just makes sense as you're playing the game. It's, like, I feel like you just play the game, you're like, this is where I want the vibrator right now. You just put it wherever you want. It's, it's like intended, I think originally it was intended to be like, underneath the controllers to like amp up the vibration so you could kind of feel it but that's not what people did like this is definitely a hold this between your thighs and play res and just enjoy yourself huh and yeah the producer of the game later admitted he's like yeah you know what this link this lead this this lends itself to a situation where it could be used for sexual stimulation doesn't it like <laughs> So, <laughs> the guy that made this game, <laughs> yeah, kind of like David doing drugs, realized, like, you know, there might just be a connection here. This game <laughs> might, with this vibrator attachment, be used for sexual stimulus. Like, hmm. I, I didn't envision it that way, but... See, I mean, you I could don't, get it in there. I mean, I don't know that he's as innocent as he claims to be like i don't think it was wait people are using this as sexual like i i guess you could do that everything i feel it's more like a oh well you know i suppose you could do that wink wink yeah i like to think that it's innocent just like when you said that you know playing this game was like doing drugs i, I like to think that the producer was that in the dark he created a vibrating attachment thinking that people would only want to feel you know, like, I assume the base of the game, you know? And then he realized that I, he, he had to do some more research, but it turns out people might be sexually stimulated by vibrations. And uh, I mean, huh. if people will hump a Harry Potter broom, they'll hump a vibrating controller. This, uh, does this predate Harry Potter? I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> but, well, um, our, well, well, the real question, does this, because does, I know Harry Potter came out before this game, but does this game predate the Harry Potter vibrator broom? <laughs> That's what I want to know. So, oh, this God. game came out in November of 2001. So, a little after Harry Potter. Um, man, I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed about the things that weren't learned about on this game, or this episode, man. I, I don't want to know that people were fucking Harry Potter brooms back in the day, like... Um, apparently well, what else the, are you going to do with it? The Harry Potter Nimbus 2000 toy was sometime in 2002. Ah. So. Okay, so pre-broom. <laughs> yeah, so whoever designed that toy probably dropped some acid, played some res, had, had their first orgasm, and then designed a fucking... You know, vibrator broom. Let's get That's... Cypress Hill together and talk to some broom. That's now how oh, I'm going we, uh, to... Did we talk to somebody about uh, fucking ourselves with a broom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like something we did. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's now how I'm going to start, like, differentiating dates. Was it pre or post vibrating broom? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so this year is what... Uh, fucking 19 19 years post vibrating broom 19 years <laughs> PVP PVP <laughs> oh. 
I mean, it's it's a very interesting game. I I think it has a plot. Maybe. No, can't possibly. The 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 lead art the art director and the lead artist uh, worked on Panzer Dragoon, so it's it's, it's and it, it, you can kind of see that when you say Panzer Dragoon, you look at the game you're like okay yeah, like it has that sort of same on rails feel that like a Panzer Dragoon game has, but way trippier it's, and weirder. Yeah, it's kind of like Matrix Tron Panzer Dragoon. Mm. So it's a rail shooter, full of colorful shit that makes no sense. Yes. Yeah, basically. But okay. except, and it gets you off. Except it all makes sense. It just clicks somehow as you're playing it. Like, it makes no sense, but like it just it kind of makes sense. I don't accept that as an explanation, <laughs> John. I truly don't. It's, I mean, it's, it's the perfect game for this theme. Not just because of the whole vibe joke, but... Oh, no, I fully like, recognize that. I'm just saying, but I, I mean, don't like, accept Johnny's explanation. I'm like, it, it all makes sense. Like, yes, I understand on a meta level that a, a non-plot heavy game fucking makes sense. But like, let's not say it makes sense. Oh, no, but it's it's very much the kind of game that like you get into a groove with. Like, if you've ever oh, yeah. played a game where you've just kind of zoned out and focused on the game and just kind of gone, like, yeah. this is the perfect game. I mean, frankly, having having not yet played Panzer Dragoon, I, I intend to play that. It's on sale on Switch. I'm going to get it and play it. You know, uh, I feel like that's the kind of vibe I get sometimes playing like Star Fox games. It's a, it's a vibe I get playing on-rail shooters. You know, so take one of those and remove all the trappings of it being a story or a game. Yeah. And just, you know, drill it down into being a bunch of colorful shit that also happens to, you know, stimulate you with vibrations. I'm into it. Yeah. Let's just not act like it makes any sense. Imagine playing Star Fox, but it's, it's it stimulates you sexually as you play it. Uh, Johnny, well, implying that's not why I've been playing Star Fox for the last yeah. 24 years. They're like, called furries, Johnny. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't talking... into it on the SNES, but as soon as they could talk, I was full-blown into it, John. <laughs> David, you don't want to name your most fuckable Star Fox character? Oh, it's probably um, Game oh. 5. What? Crystal's pretty cute. It's Pepper. David, he's into the generals. Five. (laughs) Uncle Thank you.
This game's described as a, quote, pop album video game. Uh, the story follows a heartbroken young woman through a surrealistic landscape. got uh some answers yeah okay so let's see here so davis says uh peggle knights which is incorrect uh jesse and john both say sayonara wild hearts which is correct oh fuck this is sayonara wild hearts Released for, I think, basically everything at this point, but uh, the original release was on PS4, Switch, uh, Mac OS, uh, and iPhones, actually. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A very, uh, I feel like Mm -hmm. a Res-like game in terms of overall visual (laughs) style and presentation and things being timed to the music, etc. Is that a new term you're coining, John? A Res-like? Kind of like a Rogue-like? Yeah, 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 Res-like. I'm in favor of it, quite frankly. And, uh, yeah, have any, have any of you guys played this game? No. But I remember when it was announced and thinking, like, oh, that looks awesome, and then I promptly forgot about it. Yeah, this thing, like, I 
I'm pretty disappointed in myself that I haven't played this yet because I've thoroughly listened to the soundtrack and like man soundtrack for this game fucking slaps like if uh if this were just like a fucking Kavinsky album instead of a fucking game soundtrack <laughs> I would listen to it all the time with no guilt but you know knowing there's a game that I haven't played behind it I'm a little pissed that I at myself for not playing the game like yeah apparently the game's not that hard to beat or anything like that and the story's no. not that important you know right like you can you can get through it in about an hour and, and you're good to go <laughs> like, and that's the whole thing I'm like you know just give the people the, the seven dollars and fucking support them and you know nope I haven't carved out the hour but I've listened to the album back and forth fucking you know, over and over again for the last couple of years. It's great. Like, really good. <laughs> yeah, so it's an interesting game. It's uh, almost like an Endless Runner, a 3D Endless Runner. Um, I don't want to call it like an on-rail shooter because it's more like a game where you'll say you're running and you maybe you have like lanes and you're really kind of switching between the lanes and trying to collect power-ups in the correct lane, right? A Guitar Hero-like. Yeah, yeah, Guitar Hero-like, um, DJ Hero-like, whatever. And, and um, but it's it has these really interesting transitions between levels and cutscenes that are pretty seamless because they're all just like running with the game engine um, to where you'll finish the level and at the end of the level you'll like fly off the motorcycle you've been on and a tarot card comes in and some weird crazy shit happens and then you're falling through a tunnel it, it's a little trippy. A little trippy. <laughs> is it like if you took drugs? I yeah, think Johnny, it's a please. lot like if you took drugs. I mean, listen, I'm not going to claim to be an expert drug user. I'm probably like, I don't know, moderately advanced drug user. But as casual <laughs> drug user. I was going to say, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Moderately <laughs> advanced, John? He's yeah. Got, he's doing dabs in the other room. He's got a. Yeah, I'm sorry. Board. Do you want to, like, you want to. I, I don't want to get into like just comparing drug use, but what? I've been <laughs> injecting marijuana the whole show, guys. Okay, I I know all about the drugs. He's Colvin rolling. <laughs> For the FBI agents listening, I would once again like to stress: I myself have not done drugs. <sighs> yeah, David, because that's what they're doing these days. They're yeah. busting down the fucking doors to bust guys for smoking weed for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I I almost want to discuss this game, but I'm almost more fascinated to hear the breakdown of what Johnny's catalog of drug use comes together to form moderately advanced. <laughs> like, I, yeah, but I don't I don't want to put your business out there like that, John. Yeah, you know, we can talk about that in private. Moderately advanced. <laughs> like, he's, he's on peyote right now. I you know. I have to believe that I am a more advanced drug user than John, and I don't know that I would classify myself as a moderately advanced drug user. Like, there's a lot of drugs out there, John, and I don't fuck with a lot of them. So for you to declare yourself moderately advanced in doing drugs, based on what I've known of you for 23 years or so now, I just... I feel like I need clarification. Our podcast listeners don't need that clarification, but I want to make it clear to my to the podcast listeners. That was a fucking wild statement that John just made. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough, guys. Listens to Sayonara Wild Hearts once, declares himself a moderately advanced drug user. Yeah. I want a shirt that has Johnny's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> moderately advanced drug user. <laughs> <laughs> 
Prefer God. preferably the same face that's the Discord emote. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then an alternate version of that where it's Bill Gates' face. That's a Discord <laughs> joke. Um yeah, anyway, uh so all right. Uh fucking moderately advanced drug user. <laughs> so continue talking about Sign our title. No, I think we found Johnny's new fucking like you know, it's going in his Twitter bio. <laughs> he should just change his Twitter account to just at moderately advanced drug user. I, I, I can't wait to see him on that pharmacopoeia show on Vice. Oh, <laughs> just, uh sometimes something just sneaks in there that derails the whole conversation and uh, you know, again. I only really want to riff on just the ludicrousness of you saying that. <laughs> like, you know, I don't want you to fucking spell out your drug use history for everyone, John. But I'm like, what? Are you, are you smoking quaaludes from a broken beer bottle? I mean, what the fuck? I'm serious. Oh, there's so many blanks to fill in to understand that statement, John. Now, the question is... In your moderately advanced drug use, <laughs> are you including pharmaceuticals like over-the-counter cough medicine? Oh no. Okay. Well, not unless you use them for a fun reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Is there, where does yeah, Robo Trippy exactly. fit in? Johnny's a moderately advanced lean user. <laughs> and how many whippets you got on you? Jesus. <laughs> I am super into rugby. Well, actually, no, now that you mention it, Johnny was in marching band. And, you know, based on my experiences of working at the hotel that I'm at, when college marching bands come through, they're doing a lot of fucking whippets. So, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Johnny could just be talking strictly whippets. A moderately advanced, a moderately advanced drug <laughs> user based solely on whippet volume. <laughs> You know I, what rock bottom is until you're texting Albertsons at midnight. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway. Um, I'm sorry, sir. Our bakery is closed. I need a fix. <laughs> uh, so, Johnny. Um, <laughs> I really do want to play this game. Yeah, I, I almost vaguely want to discuss this game, but at the same Yo, time... This, uh, what this, drug would you suggest to be on while playing? As a moderately advanced drug <laughs> user, yeah. Can you, you know, are, are you like a, a drug sommelier? Can you yeah. recommend a, a, drug, oh, a drug pairing for this game? Yeah, I'd highly recommend uh, Purple Kush and um, Whippets. Uh, that's always a good combination. <laughs> Whippets. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can we just now ask you for recommendations? Like, if I if I tell you what drug I want to do, can you just recommend me a game to go along with that? Oh yeah, of course. If All if right, I gonna... start playing Huey Lewis music, can you please explain? <laughs> Huey Lewis music, cocaine, John. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna go huff a bag of gas. Like I've got. <laughs> I've got a little baggie of gasoline, and oh. I'm gonna huff it right now. What game should I play? <laughs> if you're gonna huff gasoline, I think the perfect game pairing for that is Awesome Possum. Johnny, you're missing your opportunities to sign and I are wild hearts for everything. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, damn it. The perfect game for huffing gasoline. <laughs> Box quote. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait, sir, I don't think we want to use that. Perfect game for having oh. gasoline, you know, attributed to moderately advanced drug user John Regan of Game That Too. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens, John? <laughs> we try to make a fucking innocuous statement, and this is what happens, John. <laughs> Wait, Johnny, we need to have you close the show more often. <laughs> Man, um... All right, Jesse, you got any drug, uh, like you know, drug pairings you need uh, to ask about? What about just let's just go fucking heroin? What do yeah. you for heroin? There, there's a good question, John. Straight up black tar heroin. Black tar heroin. Cyanar wild hearts. See, now he's took he took my oh, fucking okay. suggestion. <laughs> yeah. uh, not that train spotting game, John. Oh man, I wish there was a train spotting game. No. Hmm. I think for Black Tower Heroin, I would also go with, um... Oh, that one video game where you're just chasing a dragon the whole time. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it... Uh, there's a game about this. It's, um... I think it's Super Mario World? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Fuck, man. Or Mega Man 2. <sighs> The, oh, yeah, the, dragon. that dragon part and that really it really sobers you right up yeah. Jesse think think about this though I just want to talk to Jesse about this what if they made a train spotting game in the style of Sayonara Wild Hearts with the soundtrack to train spotting oh my god yes would that, that not be fucking phenomenal that that soundtrack slaps yeah oh. like just like a rhythm game set to like some European techno and some Iggy yeah. Pop and shit like Ewan McGregor's penis. Yeah, oh man. Yeah, all over the place. God. Yeah. Shitty sheets. <laughs> oh man, that scene. <laughs> oh, that's the spud levels would just yeah. be unpleasant oh. to play. <laughs> man. The Begby levels would just be like really violent beat em ups. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh, they just, you know, see, man, a train spotting game could have something for everybody. <laughs> Everybody, from your normal heroin user to your moderately advanced <laughs> drug users. If, yeah. if you've ever scooped uh, suppositories out of a toilet, this is the game for you. Yeah. And, oh, man. I, I mean, honestly, Begbie would be a pretty great, like, Grand Theft Auto protagonist. Like, I, oh, yeah. I would play Grand Theft Auto. Like, Grand Theft Begbie? If they, uh, yeah, like they made that weird fucking offshoot, Grand Theft Auto London 1969. If they made one, Grand Theft Auto London 1997, and made it fucking star Begbie, I would play the shit out of like a train spotting Grand Theft Auto game starring Begbie. That would be the shit. That'd be so cool. It'd be really good. Um, you know, not so much, uh, you know, I wouldn't want to play the sick boy version. Uh, you know, or really, you know, I, uh, yeah, actually, Begbie's the only character in Train Spotting I would want to play a game as. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, Johnny, is there anything left to say about Sign on Wild Hearts? I know we haven't said much because we focused on your life as a moderately advanced drug user. <laughs> there's but... really, there's really not too much to say. This game, it's got a very interesting art style. I think it, I think it looks cool as hell. The music is cool as hell. Yes, and I think that if you just play it. Uh, and just sit back and enjoy it. It's got some timing elements to it, but they're not that, like, tight. They're not that uh, big of... Like, it's easy to miss them and still get it kind of thing, it right? It's the kind of game where it's like, if you want to do it perfect, go back and do it, but otherwise you just kind of fucking play the game and vibe with it. <laughs> yeah, and you'll you'll get through it, and it, it, it's, it's really cool. It's really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of the same way I feel about 
I don't know, most heroin or uh, you know other uh, other hard drugs. Like you know, if you want to do it perfect, you can. Otherwise, you can just kind of vibe with it. And that's that's uh, just my experiences. Again, a, a drug novice. I, 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 as a drug novice, I dare I hate to say moderately advanced in the presence of someone who has declared <laughs> themselves moderately advanced. But you know, I uh, there was a time. When I fancied myself someone with a knowledge of drugs. And Johnny, today you have proven me wrong. You have bested me in uh, the you know conversational knowledge of drugs. Yeah, man. I listen and... to Sublime. I get it. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> man. Is that all it takes to be a moderately advanced drug user is listening to Sublime? Is that your standard job? Yeah, just listen to Smoke Two Joints. Boom, you get it. <laughs> oh, man. Johnny. Okay, final question before we go to the calculated computer. Much in the same way that I frequently ask you, have you played this game? Because I know you haven't played Sayonara Wild Hearts yet. <laughs> have you ever, in your life, smoked two joints? <laughs> Not in a row. Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps. Oh, sorry, I was uh, checking up on the chat. What was that? Beeps. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Hell yeah! Novice drug user John Harrington winning a fantastic episode of Game That Tune. Uh, yeah, it's it's quite frankly the only acceptable result. You know what a what a fantastic episode. What a show it's been. What a vibe, guys. Uh, dare I say it, we uh, we had some good vibes on tonight's show. This was uh, this was a pretty great fucking episode, tunes wise. Um, you know, fucking drug talk wise, utterly baffling. Uh, discussion wise, otherwise pretty good. But uh, you know, all in all, I give it, I give this show a, a, a solid rating. It was it was pretty goddamn good. And you know, I'm into it. So, the question is, did you vibe with it? That's the question. Uh, you know, hit us up in our comments. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up in Discord. Let us know if you're vibing with the show. Because uh, uh, I sure was for for a time. There was uh, <laughs> there was a lot of vibes, and then there were some. And then, and then the advanced trucks came out. And then there was that whole sobering moment of having to discuss what the fuck. Sobering. It really kind of just. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it sucked the vibe out, but it severely altered the vibe. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, to make such an audacious statement. But yeah, you'd think he would know Cypress Hill if he was. That's what I'm saying. A moderately advanced drug user would have been able to talk more about Cypress Hill without making all these fucking, fucking Tori Amos rips. Anyway, that's all in the past, baby. <laughs> My favorite drug is icicles. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I, I have uh, some ideas in mind. You know, I keep some themes in my back pocket. And, uh, you know, one of the themes I always like going back to, I don't go back to it often enough, is just choosing an arbitrary year, an arbitrary number, and going with it. We've been doing some good work on GTT Gyms. I've been thinking about music from 30, 20, and 10 years ago. And, you know, it's been a while since we've declared a yearly theme. And I'm thinking it's not 30, it's not 10, it's 20. 
that's the sweet spot for this uh, this next theme. I'm talking games from 2001, fellas. I want to hear oh, some fuck. fucking... For a second, I was like, 1991. Okay, like, oh. <laughs> 1991, 20 years ago, famously. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's such that... This is what Final Fa- or what you think Final Fantasy looked like th- like twenty years ago, and this is what it actually looked like. And you're like, God damn it! See, yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I'm pretty at peace with the passage of time. Like, you know, as I was thinking about like doing this for a theme, I'm like, man, 2001 was twenty years ago. You know, that feels about fucking right. Like, <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not the young man I once was. Uh, so yeah, 2001 feels like a pretty good theme theme for some uh, some old fucking guys like us uh and it's gonna you know it's gonna be a great year you got great fucking systems in play you got the you know the end of the playstation one you got the launch of the playstation 2 the gamecube xbox Game Boy advance there's there's tons of fun tunes out there for a 2001 themed episode so um i think we're gonna have a blast it's gonna be good and uh we're gonna get to reminisce on some of our favorite things that happened in the year 2001 what a fantastic year it was um about three quarters of a good year so i look forward to discussing it in depth uh games from 2001 that's our next theme uh hope you can vibe with that and that's uh, that's it for tonight guys i want to thank everybody for listening thank you everybody for uh, for watching with us we're live every wednesday night we're on twitch youtube and facebook search for game that tune we're in your podcast devices on tuesday mornings head to game that tune or anywhere you get your game that tune.com or anywhere you get your podcast we appreciate you guys listening uh thanks to everybody checking out patreon uh patreon.com slash game that tune has awesome exclusives we've got uh mixtapes we've got covered up we've got fucking gtt gems where we listen to music from 30 20 and 10 years ago we've got our movie commentaries we had a blast doing our last one i can't wait to see what we've got next we're always taking you know suggestions and putting together wacky polls to decide what movies to watch with you guys and our patrons get vip access we got a lot of fun stuff for our patrons and you help us keep the lights on over at the 24 7 live stream at twitch.tv slash gtt radio so we appreciate you guys all being patrons Special thanks to the absurd fans on Patreon. Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, The Last Recon, and Unsaddled Zebra. Oh, and Phoenix Tier 2121. I almost forgot one. Man, I, you know, I never forget one. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for being patrons. We super appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you to our requester tonight, Johnny. Remind us who made the requests. Oh, shit. Uh, I believe it was Tasty Karma, then seconded by Grimmery. Indeed it was. Thank you both to our uh, our fantastic patrons, Tasty Karma and Grimmery. Uh, we appreciate you guys making those requests. You can hit us up with your requests, uh, gamethattune at gmail.com. Find us in Discord. Make your request there. That's actually the best way to do it. Or hit us up on Twitter at gamethattune. Or find us individually on Twitter and chat with us there. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at xx420 drugs xx uh-huh, you can find david fleming <laughs> on twitter at I'm sorry. at moderately advanced drug user dfd fleming and you can find jesse moore on twitter at sega underscore legend hell yeah guys so we're going out with you know some bonus tunes uh we're talking about games from 2001 we're talking about games that we can vibe with uh 
you know, I featured it recently on an episode of GTT Gems. Go and listen to that if you're a patron, or share it with your friends if you're not a patron. Just fucking, you know, I want to talk about a game that came out in 2001 that didn't get its due respect. You know, just strictly on vibes. Talking about Daytona USA 2001. Uh, let me refresh myself as to what the actual title is. This is the Seaside Street Galaxy mirrored version. That's right. It's the Daytona USA 2001 remix. Everybody, let's do one last vibe for tonight while I say peace out, everybody. Rita Boy is copyright 2021 Studio Koba. Rhythm Heaven is copyright 2009 Nintendo of America Incorporated. Kingpin Life of Crime is copyright 1999 Interplay Entertainment. Rez is copyright 2001 Sega Games Company Limited. Sayonara Wild Hearts is copyright 2019 Samogo and Annapurna Interactive. Alright, and wrap. John's off to go do some mildly advanced drugs. <laughs> it's like the stupidest thing I ever said in. I really latched on to and I love it. <laughs>